Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Kate. Hey. So today we are going to hop on to a topic um, that's probably been on a lot of people's minds. Uh, and especially if you are just maybe thinking of beginning a copywriting career or maybe just in the beginning of it. And that question is, do I need to be worried about a recession? So I want to start out, first of all, by saying that we are strictly looking at this from a copywriter's perspective. Um, There are a lot of terrible things happening in the economy right now, um, and obviously very much our hearts go out to anybody who is struggling. Um, So we do want to start out by saying that um, a recession is not easy for anyone. Um, But we do want to take a look in this episode at what it is to be in a recession from a copywriter's point of view and specifically a freelance copywriter's point of view. Because the great thing is, is you can be an on-staff copywriter. And then if you need to transition into freelance copywriting. Okay, so and obviously this is a very important question. Um, We seem to be currently officially in a recession, um, but if not, the thing about recessions is that they are inevitable. Every so many years, uh, the market will dip, there will be all kinds of changes. I would love to dig into more of this with you, but while I listen to Marketplace with Kai Rizdahl, I am certainly not an economist, but I can tell you what it's like from a copywriter's perspective. So here's the thing about a recession. And one of the things that makes businesses and the way they react very different from individuals. 
And it can be hard, too, when you are a newer copywriter to think of things in terms of the way businesses operate versus the way we operate as as individuals, as people. Because when a recession happens, when people start talking about recession, or at least in previous years, let's face it, 2020 is crazy. Um, But often what happens is if there's a recession, people like hunker down right? They stop spending as much. They don't, um, they don't do as much. Uh, they try to hang on to the money that they have. Um, and the mistake I think that some copywriters make is, the, is to think that businesses are thinking the same way. Because businesses do not at all think in terms of like, I'm just going to hunker down, put my hood up and and weather this because businesses can't do that. They have to keep chugging along so that while um, individuals may get like scared and tighten up, um, businesses may also, you know, get rid of very sadly, please don't take this in in any any wrong way. Um, Businesses get um, get hyper focused on selling because they need to keep that money coming in. That business needs to keep itself going. So they get hyper-focused on the people, the activities, the systems that lead to selling because selling means that they have that income going in and they can keep their business going through the recession. So unfortunately, what that means is that for some some businesses um, may have to focus less or even again, very, very unfortunately, um, may let go of or furlough some portions of the business that do not focus on selling. But copywriters, we are a crucial part of that. Copywriters craft the messaging that help businesses sell. So in a recession, um, businesses may become even more focused on their copywriting. Um, And Kate, how is that different for a copywriter versus a content writer? I'm so glad you just mentioned that because I was just thinking about, um, it was one of the airlines recently who, and I'm sure several of the airlines have done this, but one in particular who laid off their in-flight magazine staff. And so that's all content. And you think, yes, they sell advertisements for those in-flight magazines, but that's really the sales team selling the advertisement space, right? So that whole team was laid off because not as many people are flying. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a nice to have, it's not a must have, you know, people can still fly in a plane without an in-flight magazine. Um, Quite frankly, I can't tell you the last time I actually picked up an in-flight magazine. Um, I think it was when I was flying home from Germany and they had a Boston special and I was like, Oh, this is exciting. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Point is that that's content, right? So, these airlines, though, they still are sending you emails. They're still sending, they're trying to get people to book flights still. And so that's a copywriter's job. They're trying to send those emails and, um, you know, get folks to book, you know, the pop-ups on their website or whatever it is, their Facebook ads, their, their Instagram ads. And so there's still a need for the marketing team to, to get the word out that, hey, here's everything we're doing to make flying safe. Here's, here's why you should book a flight right now to wherever you can actually fly. Um, first, so they're, they're still making money for the company. And so while, while content is, is that nice to have and you know, can, can um, inspire engagement and can get people interacting with the brand, it's not the most critical thing 
when a business is doing whatever they can to survive. They, they, they have to streamline, just like we are as individuals, kind of streamlining, okay, do I need to go out to eat right now? Do I need that new coat right now? No, I'm focusing on, okay, I'm going to go grocery shopping. I'm going to kind of, you know, maybe I'm going to cut back my gas bill because I'm not traveling as much. So similarly with a business, they're, they're doing whatever they can to kind of get through this period, um, which is why, you know, copy is going to survive versus content, maybe not, maybe not the first priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very unfortunate. Again, I don't want to underplay um, how, how challenging it is for people. Um, but to Kate's point, content that the, the blog posts, the articles, the things that, that inspire, that entertain, that educate, um, they end up being in a a financial crisis time, they end up being the nice to have. And so unfortunately, what tends to happen is that the content writers get let go or furloughed or things like that. And businesses get hyper-focused on copywriters and may even bring in more copywriters. Businesses are always interested in hiring freelancers, but especially in an economy where they may have had to let people go or may have had to furlough people, they can't bring on full-time copywriters, on-staff copywriters. So at that point, they're even more likely to bring in freelance copywriters. Um, And I don't mean, I don't mean that they're firing on staff copywriters and replacing them with freelance copywriters. That's not at all what I'm saying, because I want to be clear there. Um, But they may be bringing in freelance copywriters to supplement their team, or, you know, they may realize that they've only worked with a couple of freelancers and they need more freelancers to work with. So unfortunately, while the content writers tend to have a difficult time in difficult economies because businesses of every size, whether it's a giant airline, whether it's you know a multi-billion dollar company or whether it's uh, a solopreneur or a smaller company like that, when things start to get uh, tricky with the economy, businesses are going to look at, okay, what's essential to me and what's not essential. And unfortunately, content is one of those things that is non-essential, important, but not essential. And whereas copywriting is essential. Um, And Kate, what, uh, what experience have you had with your personal business during, during financial crises, or even, you know, right now, 2020 is a crazy year. Yeah, it is. And I think we mentioned this on a a previous episode. And again, I don't want to, um, I'm very grateful for the year that I've had. Um, By July, I'd had, you know, had hit six figures by July, which is insane to say. But that's how good 2020 was in terms of the market for freelancers. Um, I feel, again, very, very lucky. And I don't want to, I know people that have lost their jobs. And I know it's been super, super tricky. And, you know, not just uh, financially for folks, but also just mentally, emotionally, you know, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, but I found that my clients were in more need than ever um, of a copywriter, uh, especially because, you know, I'm thinking of a few where they, they kind of bumped up their services because they wanted to, you know, we need to do everything we can to provide the best that we can for our client, you know, if they have clients or to their end customer or whoever it is. Um, everyone's kind of doing whatever they can to to offer the best and do the most uh, possible. Um, and so, yeah, I had 
a lot of folks reaching out. I think, you know, some might have been a result of, oh, maybe we were thinking of hiring a copywriter and we'll 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 hire a freelancer for now and see, you know, if we can kind of get by um, you know, not having as many hours available and so kind of scaling back maybe the number of hours, but needing still needing folks to fill that space. Um, so yeah, it's 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 wild. I mean, I, to think I, I, I went into 2020 when everything was happening, like most people, you know, there's kind of that panic moment and anxiety. Um, and to be honest, I've been full-time freelance for five years. It took me probably a solid three and a half to get to the point where I wasn't feeling anxious. And it was like, oh, okay, this isn't a fluke. You know, I can do this. I'm hustling. And then and if you're hustling and you're pitching, and you're, you know, doing all the things, um, you're going to have that momentum. And so it took me that long to kind of get over that January anxiety. And we talk about it. It's still there a little bit of January feels like a reset of like, okay, I made nothing now this year and now it starts over. Um but so when 2020 hit, it was, it was back to that emotional state of like, oh my God, am I going to, what's this year going to be? Um, but again, head down, keeping focused on what I've always done. Cause what else, what else am I going to do? <laughs> um, and yeah, by, you know, February, March, it was like, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Like work's still coming, but are these projects now going to dry up now that, you know, there's a little bit of a delay. And I kept thinking, okay, there's going to be that delay. There's going to be that delay. Um, and so, you know, when I talk about the number I hit by July, that's also because I was an insane person and not saying no to literally anything as I normally might, because it was like, Oh, I've got to say yes. I've got to, I've got to get the work while I can. And kind of, you know, I felt like a squirrel stockpiling nuts for the winter is what I felt like. Um, and so by July, I kind of was like, okay, like, oh, the work is still coming. Oh, There's still yeah. plenty of work. Yeah. yeah. I can start saying no to certain things and not work on my weekends and not work till nine o'clock at night and not feel like, you know, ah. um, so that all that's to say is, you know, it, it felt like a normal year work-wise for me, which is bizarre, but just goes to show that there is that, there is that need and it is, you know, a valuable, um, a valuable skill and, and career that, that businesses know they can't fully get rid of, even if they streamline it a little bit, because it's not to say that, you know, could a copywriter be let go from a company? Of course, you can be let go from, from anything, from any job at any time for multitude of reasons and not just a recession. Um, but in the case of this, you know, it's, it's um, yes, be smart with your money. You know, don't, don't think just because the work is good. Okay. I can spend, 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 spend. You know, you still want to make smart financial decisions and not, you know, but to panic over a recession isn't necessarily the best foot forward, right? I mean, I, you, I know you you hit six figures your first time in the middle of arguably uh, just as challenging, if not crazier, recession. Like, yeah, moment. yeah, I can, I can. Uh, I've been doing this a bit longer than Kate has. Um, you know, fifteen plus probably getting real close to 20 soon uh, years. And um, I can kind of laugh and smile. And, you know, I probably could have told you at the beginning of the year, don't worry about it. I know they say there's going to be a recession. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. But, you know, we're all human too. So it's very likely that even you as a, a decade-long professional would have heard that and would have been like, uh, okay, yeah, I'm right. still going to keep. Um, but yeah, to, yeah, the first time that I hit six figures as a freelancer was in 2008. 
in the middle of the Great Recession, right after I left a full-time job. So I have been through this before, and I mean, not a, a coronavirus-induced recession or, you know, whatever, um, but I've been through this before, and frankly, we're all going to go through this again. The, the economy is cyclical. There will be downturns, and there will be upturns, but also, I think something to that's important to note is that it's not like oh, when the economy is bad, people hire freelancers and copywriters, but oh, when the economy is good, nobody's going to, no, it's not how it works. <laughs> they still hire freelancers and they still hire copywriters, whether the economy is good or whether the economy is bad. And that's certainly not true of every type of career. And it's certainly not true of um, necessarily every type of, of freelancing career. But as copywriters, we're very fortunate in that our our output can be directly tied to a company's bottom line. And we can have a positive impact on businesses, big and small. Um, and, you know, it, it's not just Kate and I who have been doing this for forever. Our students are seeing the same thing. Our students throughout 2020 um, mm-hmm. have been landing clients every single day. Mm-hmm. And um, I know at the beginning of March-ish, April, there was some panic in the group and I hopped in and, you know, recorded a video and, and put a post together as well. To Made me feel better. <laughs> it was Not mostly great. Yeah. yeah. The, the students as well, but it was, I was talking to you, Kate. Um, but to, to, to let them know what usually happens in, in a downturn. And, um, you know, and our students have said, oh, I've been nervous or, oh, I thought this was going to happen, but wow, look, I landed a client or, hey, I thought this was going to happen. And then, or even I lost my full-time job, but then I, I picked up a, a copywriting client right away. Um, so it's the end result or not the, the end result, but the, the underlying story is that the, we are very fortunate as copywriters in that we are needed no matter what. Um, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be concerned about a market downturn or you shouldn't keep an eye on your money in a market downturn. Um, but I want to say that as copywriters, we are very well positioned to make it through market downturns and to make it through them well, uh, potentially even more successfully than you had in previous years. Um, we are in a very good career to, to carry us through. Um, and something I want to remind people too is that we're not, we're not like begging people to give us work. We're not, they're not doing us a favor by giving us work. We are benefiting companies by writing copy for them, by creating messaging that resonates with their consumer and the consumer still wants to purchase. Um, and again, we're not being salesy. We're not tricking anybody into purchase because even in a recession, there's still people who have money to spend. And quite frankly, now this recession is especially weird because yes, there's some people who have lost their jobs and are, are really um, experience a lot of strife, but they're also a large percentage of people who have not really been financially impacted by it. And instead of spending the money on vacations or experiences or things like that, the way they would before, uh, they're still spending that money. That money still exists somewhere and they're spending it in different ways. Um, So as copywriters, we are helping businesses stay in business by crafting messages that connect with people. Yeah. So I want to make clear too that, um, you know, 
I'm sure you feel the same way potentially a little bit, that it, we didn't do well during recessions because of the recession. Perhaps it, it helped. There was maybe more freelance work out there potentially, um, but we were doing the same things that we have always done, which is continuing to pitch. We didn't lower our rates. We didn't discount our rates. Um, you know, we're, we're still working, you know, for me, it's working with clients I've worked with for, for several years. And so they know that, uh, you know, I'm good at what I do and I have the skill and experience to deliver what they need. So there, there's a need and because the recession, maybe there's a bigger need to, to make sure they're hitting their, their goals and making those sales. But for us as copywriters, you know, we, we have a skill that helps the companies make money. We have a skill that can be done freelance. So, you know, even if you're on staff and maybe you need a little extra cash, you know, I know friends who, who took a slight pay cut so that the whole team could, could stay on. So maybe they're bolstering their income now as a full-time copywriter with, with some freelance work on the side. And so you can, you can do that, you know, maybe you don't want to be freelance full-time, but you have that to fall back on as, as something during this period. Um, you know, I feel like for me, it was a lot of flexibility. I'm sure you too, you know, delivering clients what they need when they need it and trying to be as flexible as possible. Um, and so it's all these traits that we have as copywriters that, you know, are even more valuable in a recession potentially, um, but are valuable to your point. You know, it's when the times are good, they're, they're still very valuable as well. Yeah, that's a great point. Because to go back to what we were saying in the beginning about how individuals react to a recession versus a business, um, we have to remember that as professionals, as copywriters, especially as freelance copywriters, we are our own business. So we don't have the luxury, uh, not luxury, I don't mean luxury, but we don't have the, we can't um, go, oh, I'm a copywriter, but I don't want to get, I don't want to, I don't want to get out there. I don't want to put myself out there. I just want to hunker down until all this is over. You're a business. And if you're not out there pitching yourself, there's no income coming in. So just like other businesses have to get hyper-focused on selling, when you are a copywriter, you can't say, well, I don't want to pitch people. You have to keep you you know we we teach our students a pitching system a very consistent rinse and repeat pitching system so you can't stop pitching just because oh I don't want to reach out to businesses because again you're not asking them to do you a favor you are offering them valuable help that will help them get through this recession this or future recessions yeah Absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of people worry to that point of reaching out and feeling um, kind of skeezier, you know, a little bit like, hey, let me help you get some sales. And it's that's not the type of pitch you're sending. It's really, you know, you can relate if you feel sympathy for your local restaurant and you, you feel bad that they are going through this that's how you can reach out to them with that as a, Hey, I want to help you. Here's an idea I have. Does that work for you? Would that work? And maybe it's yes, maybe it's no, but it, it is being genuine and you're not necessarily putting on a sales hat and becoming, you know, look at my watches and my coat. It's, it's, you know, you're still being yourself and, and offering <laughs> the skills that you, that you have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, salesy pitches don't work. Pitches right. that provide value are the ones that are, are welcomed in people's inboxes. And just to give you guys a little a peek at what it's like to actually be a, a new copywriter, someone who is in the middle of this, um, you know, we like to share success stories from our Facebook group or from things that are sent to us from our students. Um, so one of our students, Kate, obviously different Kate from the one we're talking to here today, um, 
she sent this in, or she posted this in our Facebook group that we're recording this in October. I want to say she posted this in September. Um, so like right in the middle of all of this, uh, she says, I'm always up here asking questions and looking for feedback in the Facebook group. Um, but now I finally have some encouragement and excitement to share. I just had my first client calls today and I landed three new clients in under half an hour. They all basically said, I don't have time to do emails. So if you could just do all my emails, that would be great. I'd like you to page I'd like to pay you to do that, please. Boom, just like that. I'm actually a copywriter and my own boss. This process works, guys, and I am pretty floored right now. Thank you, Nikki. Um, you are very welcome. You should be so proud of yourself. Uh, I definitely put a lot of trust in you and your lessons, and now I know it works. Wherever you are, keep going. Success is just around the corner. Um, so excited to hear that. So happy for Kate. Um, but really, we just wanted to share that to, to let you guys know that it's still happening. Like we said, our clients, are, our students are still landing clients every single day, even in all the chaos that is 2020 with the coronavirus and things that are going on in society and recession and all of this stuff. Um, people are still building copywriting careers and it's so cool to see. So thank you guys for joining us for another episode. Uh, I hope that this gave you at least maybe a different perspective on what uh, a recession can be. Um, and maybe it might be possible for you as a copywriter to start looking at it as a little bit of an opportunity. Um, or at the very least, I hope that, uh, like I said, I hope you get a new perspective on what is possible for you. So. Thank you all for joining us and uh, we'll catch you next episode. Bye everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time.